Welcome to Mindfulness for the Soul, your daily dose of mental health insights, with your host, John Silimparis. So today we're going to talk about the treatment of anxiety, panic, and excessive worry via cognitive behavioral therapy and or mindfulness therapy. Both of them are effective treatment modalities, and the practice of using them together simultaneously is even more effective because they partner well together. Cognitive behavioral therapy proposes that your thoughts dictate your reality. Hence, if you are having negative thoughts, your perception about yourself and many other things could be skewed. Cognitive behavioral therapy identifies and targets potentially faulty and inaccurate personal thinking patterns, which are usually embedded in people's personal belief systems about themselves. Cognitive behavioral therapy focuses on challenging and subsequently altering persistent, dark, and worrisome thoughts and improving one's well-being by changing those thoughts to more balanced and rational ones. It's a process that switches your mind from being a victim of your thoughts to being more of an observer of your thoughts. It's a process that basically changes your inner dialogue from a knee-jerk negative one to a more reflective and wise one. It's like opening up a discussion with panic in the moment instead of trying to resist it or escape it. Some examples of CBT replacement thoughts are, for now, I'm feeling very uncomfortable, but this is only stress and anxiety. The two key words here are for now. For now establishes the important suggestion that the distressing symptoms are only temporary. Another one could be, I'm not dying and nothing is wrong. The truth is I have a well-documented well-researched anxiety disorder that makes me feel this way or makes me think this way. Also, remember, cognitive behavioral therapy uses and offers alternative ways of thinking that sometimes can be the biological kind and the evidence-based kind as a way to reduce anxiety and irrational thoughts. For example, reminding yourself that your symptoms are part of a physiological reaction that is very natural to have. It's so natural that there are benefits to feeling anxious sometimes. You cannot go crazy from anxiety. You cannot become psychotic. It is simply too much adrenaline and cortisol, the vital stress hormone, surging through your body because you are scared. And what you are experiencing is an adaptive neurobiological function that has developed over thousands of years. It's called the fight, flight, or freeze response system. Now, mindfulness, on the other hand, is learning how to develop a different relationship with discomfort. So here's the difference. While cognitive behavioral therapy is focused on challenging the content of our distorted thoughts, mindfulness is more interested in challenging our perspective towards and reaction to our irrational thoughts. Big difference. The key words are awareness and acceptance. 
instead of challenging and examining with cognitive behavioral therapy. In mindfulness, the acceptance of the symptoms, contradictory as it sounds, is an essential technique. We are not saying to surrender to anxiety and let it take over your life, but be aware of it and allow it to run its course. Don't try to accelerate it. The more you fight it, the harder it is to manage. Acceptance of these symptoms helps to raise distress thresholds and build emotional tolerance skills. It's a process of heightening your awareness and stepping back from the pain and noticing yourself in a temporary moment of discomfort. Nothing more, nothing less. Again, awareness and acceptance. So again, mindfulness is less about making the negative thoughts go away and more about changing your reaction to the thoughts. One of the key points of mindfulness practice is it helps to replace the exhausting act of overanalyzing and grinding with thoughts and replace them with the idea that you're just experiencing negative thoughts. In other words, teach yourself to observe your discomfort about your negative thoughts themselves as the cause of the distress, not the context of the negative thoughts themselves that cause the distress. This is very important to remember. This helps to create distance from the negative thoughts. It also takes away the imagined truths we've attached to them. The more this is practiced, the more the mind habituates to the anxiety symptoms. Some examples of mindfulness statements that you can use are, it's okay for me to feel scared right now. This is discomfort, not danger. Or, accepting my symptoms does not mean I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm simply allowing them to be. Also, there's a famous proverb that says, keep your doors and windows open. Let thoughts come and go, just don't serve them tea. Apparently, many of us, including myself, to continue the metaphor, serve our negative thoughts more than tea. We cook them a five course meal, and then sometimes we allow them to move into our house and stay for an extended time. I hope you found some of this helpful. And if you are seeking treatment for anxiety, to consider cognitive behavioral therapy or mindfulness. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Mindfulness for the Soul. I'm John Silamparis, MFT. MFT.